Muhammad took a deep breath to ease the knots in his stomach. It didn't help his stomach. But by the time the soldier walking up the aisle of the bus checking identity cards reached his seat, Muhammad was able to extend his card with a steady hand. Luckily, the soldier heard neither the thudding of his heart nor the voice screaming in his mind. The bus closed in around him. He struggled to breathe. Inhale slowly. Count to five on the inhale. Exhale slowly. Count to four on the exhale. Sweat trickled from his armpits. The soldier returned his card and Muhammad replaced it in his pocket. He looked through the window at the cold gray sky and imagined he was outside with the sting of freezing November air in his lungs. Another soldier walked under the window, pacing the length of the bus. He never looked up, his eyes fixed on the long-handled mirror he carried. The soldier stepped back and nodded indicating that he'd found nothing suspicious on the underside of the bus. Was he really looking for bombs, or was this just another empty delay? Why would anyone plant a bomb on a bus that carried laborers to their donkey jobs? The bus moved forward with a jerk that shook Mohammed into another breath. He ignored the familiar shops and commercial buildings moving past the windows, and focused on the ancient, rounded hills behind them. His heart settled back into a quiet rhythm, and his sweat dried. The unheated bus turned from a coffin-like enclosure to a comforting womb carrying fellow workers, their warm breath mingling in the air. They would soon be comfortable enough in their winter clothes. You okay? The stranger's question took him by surprise. Muhammad nodded. I'm fine now, thanks for asking. He rode this bus every morning, and this was the first person that noticed his distress. As long as the bus moves, I'm all right. I just get a little claustrophobic when it sits still. It wasn't the sitting still that did it. It was knowing he was trapped on the bus with the soldier and the gun.